Hello and welcome to the final day of the CSF's coverage of ULAR 2020, the first virtual ULAR meeting. My name is Professor Chris Edwards and I'm delighted to present some key abstracts presented today. I hope you've enjoyed the Congress and have found these highlights a useful addition to your experience. As with yesterday, the poster session on RA non-biologicals had the largest number of presentations on cytokine signalling agents, but also look for a poster in the osteoporosis session, a couple in the psoriatic arthritis section, as well as the etiology, morbidity, systemic sclerosis and vasculitis sessions. The first poster I'm going to talk about is Saturday 0145. And this is a post-hoc analysis of the select early study. And you'll remember this is a rheumatoid arthritis study looking at upadacitinib monotherapy in methotrexate-naive patients and seeing what happens to them over a period of time. So that's methotrexate versus upadacitinib. The investigators in, these, in this case to look at patients in the first of the onset to see if those very early patients responded as well. And the key results showed that this was true. They could look and see that significantly greater proportions of those receiving upadacitinib achieved better efficacy outcomes, including remission. And there were also differences with improvements for those receiving upadacitinib for physical function, structural progression, uh, and pain as well. There was some more herpes zoster, uh, as you might expect in the upadacitinib group. But what's really interesting with this study is to go back and look at select early in the total population and compare the percentage of, of improvements. And I think this, uh, this is favorable in regard to looking at this particularly early uh, data set. So what's the summary? In rheumatoid arthritis, early initiation of monotherapy uh, with upadacitinib produces beneficial results for patients as compared to methotrexate. So the next poster I'm going to talk about following on from Select Compare is a study with Rupert Roth and uh, colleagues uh, and they also presented data from the Select program looking at a slightly different study and that's Select Choice. Now there are a number of studies now looking at head-to-head -head, often of JAK inhibitors versus adalimumab and it's more unusual to see a head-to-head -head upadacitinib uh, or other JAK inhibitors versus a different biological therapy. So I was interested to see this poster looking at upadacitinib versus abatacept, and in a resistant group who had been uh, intolerant to or had an inadequate response to other biologic disease modifying drugs. So the primary endpoint was change in DAS28 CRP at week 12, and there were uh, secondary endpoints of clinical remission uh, and change within the DAS28 CRP as well. And there are a number of different analyses planned around non-inferiority and superiority. And these were met showing both non-inferiority and superiority for uh, upadacitinib at the time points that I've already mentioned. The number of adverse events, uh, including things such as hepatic disorders and increases in CPK were numerically higher uh, with upadacitinib uh, versus abatacept. And we've seen increases in, in CPK in other studies and other JAK inhibitors. So here in this head-to-head -head study of abatacept uh, versus uh, upadacitinib, we see superior improvements in signs and symptoms for upadacitinib with no particular new risks identified. And that was poster Saturday 0151. Next, we can turn to Phil Gottenib and a presentation from uh, Rennie Westhovens and colleagues who looked at the 52-week data from the Finch 3 trial, looking at the use of Phil Gottenib in methotrexate naive patients uh, with rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, 
And you'll have seen data from Finch 3 already, but this allows us to see out to uh, 52 weeks, and that's also uh, useful for a number of reasons. It allows us to check on adverse events, and it also allows us to see whether efficacy is maintained over a period of time. So remember, this was a study in methotrexate-naive rheumatoid arthritis patients. Now, there were a number of different options that patients could receive, uh, combinations of uh, oral filgotinib uh, plus methotrexate or as monotherapy versus placebo uh, plus methotrexate. If you look out to 52 weeks, uh, filgotinib efficacy was sustained in combination or in monotherapy uh, and increased proportions of, uh, of patients uh, achieving ACR uh, 20s, 50s and 70s and clinical remission were seen in the filgotinib treated group. There were also improvements in the HAC disability index and by 52 weeks of course we can look at radiographic progression and that was improved uh, in fact halted versus methotrexate uh, alone. So in summary this is 52 week data from the FINCH3 study allowing us to look at longer term efficacy and radiographic data and just to have a check that there's no new safety signals. The next poster is Saturday 0418. And this is a study looking at the effect of tofacitinib on active MRI sacroiliitis and disease activity in individuals with psoriatic arthritis. And imaging studies are not always easy in psoriatic arthritis. And it's always interesting to see uh, studies looking at sacroiliac joints and showing changes in, inflam in inflammation within these joints. So the study looked at 40 patients with MRI scans of the sacroiliac joints and showed differences, reductions in the amount of inflammatory change seen within the sacroiliac joints after six months of treatment with tofacitinib. So something to watch here and something of interest looking at sacroiliac joints and the effect of tofacitinib on inflammation. So thank you for listening to today's CSF's daily highlights from EULAR. We hope you found these EULAR highlights useful and informative. All highlights can be found on the CSF website and on various podcast platforms. In addition to these podcasts, the CSF is providing extensive coverage of EULAR 2020. You can find our full abstract search and recommendations in our highlights brochure online right now. Look out for our interviews with authors that will be available next week, as well as our overall Congress review, where we go into more detail on some of the most notable abstracts presented. As ever, everything is free to download at cytokinesignaling.com. Thanks very much.